This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome victims to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host Allie. Whoop whoop. How are you doing today? Well, good. We're in our first time in our newish studio. Yeah, that's kind of one reason why we're a, a week delayed. Yes. Yeah, we've um, uh, had a crazy beginning of 2021, as I think many people have, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. I we you were moving and and I was helping and work's been crazy and, and life's been, moving. been crazy. Uh, yeah, it's been interesting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of been nice to have a bit of a break, but like I've still been watching horror movies, obviously. Of course. (laughs) As you do. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I showed you, because for Talking Chop, I want to uh, just bring up uh, a trailer or two that uh, I threw your way. And also I want to talk about... The Night Stalker documentary on Netflix. Love. Love all of it. That is so... That was good. You got me into that. Yes. Oh, it was fantastic. It really was. Yeah. It's, um, like, I know that I've talked about it to death before on this podcast, but, um, I love, like, serial killer, true crime, all that kind kind of stuff. Yep. So, it's, um, it's refreshing when they keep coming out with stuff. Sort of about that. Because I watched the, the Night Stalker one with you, mostly. And then I watched the Jack the Ripper one right afterwards. And it wasn't as good, but like, well, it was fine. They never did find Jack the Ripper. They, they never have, found they have, him. They have theories that he was a doctor, doctor yeah. or someone who was like um, parlor, like, you know, political person. Yes, exactly. Whatever. Um, but yeah, he's the one who kind of got away. There's a few who've got away. Yes. Um, the yes. Black Dahlia Keller. Yep. He got away. Right. Uh, but this is really good because people, what, what, what I first heard about this wasn't you. It was on Facebook or something or online. Jack the Ripper or Night Stalker? No, Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah. With people complaining that it's too graphic. It's too real. And that's what I heard too. Too much for the pansy people watching a documentary. <laughs> About a fucking serial killer. Exactly. Like, what do you think you're getting into? What do you think they're going to talk about unicorns and rainbows? No, I was no. just thinking that. You're not going to have your puppets yeah. showing, you know, a little hand puppet of guy. You yeah, know. with like one of those old school ones that's holding the bat. Yes. 
Yeah, no, oh. that, that's kind of tough to show, you know, how he... Yes. He didn't say anything. It wasn't... It was blurred out. Yes. Uh, I don't think there's any nudity. I think it was, nope. it was advised. There's but, no nudity. Um, you just see dead bodies and blood. Right. And they do blur, like, like any of the head trauma or yes. obviously their faces The more grotesque they left out, but... Exactly. There's pictures of... There's... Bo- there's... The um, Crime scene photos, really. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, nothing that you couldn't find online. <laughs> Compared to what they have nowadays, exactly. That's tame. Yes. And I think it's really important that they talk about the victims and the brutalization that they went through. Yes. Honestly, because it's horrifying. And it's not that it's... I, I don't think that it's like romanticizing serial killers or glorifying it, which is part of people's when they complain, that's what they, um, they talk about Yeah, is, you know, well, you're glorifying serial killers. Oh, nay, nay. We're not. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. This is I how, just saw you learn. This is yeah. how you learn to get in their heads. And if another one pops up, you know how to catch them sooner. Exactly. Uh, like I was, I should, yeah, uh, there, there's, um, one of the latest, uh, Chris Jericho podcasts. He was talking about a, a guy who, um, does, you know, the story killing. Like he, researches and, and figures out. Yes. And um, you would like it. It's a good episode. You would love it. Interesting. Um, and I guess they had this one killer. I forget his name. He was in California, Florida, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But they went to Ted Bundy for advice, which what um, gave the idea for... Mindhunter? No, no, no. The um, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay. Because they were... Because he got, Ted was pissed off. Yeah. Because he was killing in his territory. He was yep. killing in his, uh, his backyard. Yeah. And that's his turf. Right. And he found out, he's like, no, no, this is no good. He was following the story. He wanted to meet the two detectives following that. And he talked to him, hey, and, and said, I, this is bugging me because he's on my beat. Yeah. He's not as good as I am. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, let me help you. Yes. And like, okay, so they kind of showed him some stuff. He was going through his stuff, his his kills. And he pointed out one uh, woman who they found. Yeah. He's like, he didn't kill her. They're like, what do you mean? Because all his victims were in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. This one woman was 36 and a prostitute. Yep. Yeah. He didn't do it. They're like, are you sure? Well, I think he did. There's evidence that says he did. He didn't. When they eventually caught him... Um, and they're going through all, you know, the interrogation, you know, yep. you killed this person, this person. When they brought up her name, mm-hmm. he was livid. He was so mad. See, he ended up confessing. Yeah, I did it. Right. Whatever. But when they're doing that, he, he was, I did not kill that person. I did not touch that woman. That was not me. Don't you dare even put my name with her. He was so adamant that he did not kill her because it wasn't in his um, style. His style. Yes, because they all have like an MO, right? Yeah. And that's like, did you ever watch Mindhunter on Netflix? No. So what it is, and I, I've talked about it on here before, is they basically, um, it's when, in the, I think the 70s, it's um, based on real life, like two guys, and that's how they, they created criminal profiles, serial killer profiles. Yeah. So, and it's really, like, it's really messed up. But they, like, they have real people on there, like Charles Manson and Edmund Kemper and all those kind of people, like, people portraying them, of course. Yeah. And it's, you know, they want to talk to these people to be like, you know, what made you do it? 
why why did you do it you know what was your childhood like why did you only go for these kind of people and just try to make these connections and get inside of this mind and of course like the cops who are doing it like it really messes you up oh, yeah. like both of their personal lives just like turn into a mess and it's too bad but I mean you know that's like I, I'm really thankful for the work that they did because it does help us catch people now but this is sort of like the, I recently started dating again. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for all of the dateline that I watch. Because I think it makes me feel a little safer, sort of. Just because, like, you know, you always have to, unfortunately, in this day and age, you always have to stay a little, like, on top of things, I guess. And yeah. always look at things, like, with a double-edged sword, you know, and... I don't know. Have a little bit of paranoia just in Just case. a little bit. Just for, like, protection. Yeah, and, like, always meet in a public place and make sure you're dropping your location and, you know, yeah. keep mom on speed dial and don't go anywhere alone. You know, like, all the sort of things that, you know, back in the days, it's just, like, be home before it's dark out. Yeah, when the lights come, when the night lights come on, you be home. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just, you know. Back, back when we played, like, hide and seek in the whole town. Yes. Uh, which was Fun. Oh, we lived right by an empty lot and we used to always go and play in the empty lot because there was like, you know, trees and shrubs and dips and valleys and all that crap. Oh, yeah. And it was good for like tag or hide and seek or any of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Fun stuff. Yeah. 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 It was, it, the Night Stalker was really good though. I totally suggest people check it out on yeah. Netflix if you're okay with the gore because it is a little bit gory. Yeah. But again, nothing you can't find online. Um, also, I showed you, I'll, I'll save oh. this for last. I showed you the trailer for Godzilla vs. King Kong, or Kong. Yes. Uh, looks great. Looks amazing. Yeah, um, looks really good. Not, I have an idea, I don't want to spoil it because people may not know what's going on. Right. Uh, but it looks like, you know, Godzilla's the bad guy in this one. Yeah. He's kind of, you know, he's doing the, the killings of the people and they're like, well, we need help. Let's get Kong. Yeah. And, and he looks uh, really sweet. Well, everyone's like, well, why is he so much taller than the first one or his movie? And they're like, well, this is like years and years after and he's grown. Yeah. Like, he's a big he's boy. He's full grown. Yeah. He's a, he's a big honking Kong now. Big honking chonker now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He's Godzilla's cute. still reptile-y. Yeah. <laughs> still living the best reptile life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just curious who else are going to add in there because there's always, there's, in the original, you know, multiple movies of Godzilla, there's, he has, like, a large collection of, go of monsters he's fought and, yes. uh, and friends. Right. Like, Rodan was kind of a friend, foe than friend. Yes. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. There could be more, there could be less. I'm not sure to be less, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. I, I, that's what I liked about um, the, uh, the last one, King of Monsters. Yes! Where there was... More than just Godzilla and King Ghidorah, and there's also all these other uh, kaiju, these monsters that you haven't seen before. Right. Uh, some are old, some are new, uh, but you got like the one from uh, Kong, or not Kong, the last Godzilla movie, the yep. I think they're called. Um, this big mammoth thing, I think a snake. Like, it's really cool. And you're like, well, if they're around, what else is there? Right, exactly. What else could be a big you know, threat to Godzilla. So what's your favorite Godzilla monster? 
Like Ooh. between like Godzilla, Kong, you know, all those. I always liked King Ghidorah. Okay. And Mechagodzilla. Just because oh. it's, cause I, I always loved robots and stuff like that. Right. And giant robot Godzilla, yes please. Right. Like and combined two super yes. cool things. And they even did that to King Ghidorah later on in the movies. They made a Mecha King Ghidorah. Where he had one or two robot heads and real heads the opposite. And they had like steel wings. Yeah. It was cool. Nice. Yeah, I love King Kong because I think he's just a cuddly boy. <laughs> yeah, the 80s, he likes to do big smashy smashies. The eighties movie was not at all like the, yes. <laughs> the, the remake where he not the um, Empire State Building. He climbed the Twin Towers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like the very very old school one. Like that's that's my favorite with the stop motion. Yes, that was good. That's my favorite one, I and liked, I just think he's a big a misunderstood boy. Honestly, a little. Also, right. the um, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Okay, that one wasn't bad. That was, that was, I think that's underrated. I agree. Okay, I'm glad. I liked it. Well, Jack Black did a great job. He did a very serious yes. role. He doesn't and get he enough can't. serious roles. He He's doesn't. fantastic. Yep. Ugh. He really is. And he is a big goofball, but I think, he is. you know, it's the same thing with Jim Carrey. Like, I think Jim Carrey and, like, Adam Sandler, like, very underrated for their serious roles. Because yeah. they do a really good job. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. um, The Wedding Singer. Yes. That was a serious role for Adam Sandler. The movie yes. itself was a comedy, but, and he, at times, he was a little over the top, but he played it very straight. See, and what I think always of serious Adam Sandler was Spanglish. Like, that show, I went to see it in yeah. theaters, and it was so heart-wrenching, and it was so good, and I was like, there's no way that, like, this is where he's going to stay, because it was it was weird almost seeing him, yeah. but, oh, it was so good. And, and with Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. It was not a comedy. That yes. was more, it was more of a dark comedy. Right. But, if anything, it was more like a drama. Yes, you're and, absolutely and right. And he played it so straight. He wasn't doing... He had a few goofy spots. That's just Jim being Jim. But most of the time, his character was straight and yes. very, you know, no nonsense, nonsense at all. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he does really cool, serious roles. Something and not so good. I think it was number 23. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a good thriller. Yeah, I was going to say, that one was like... Fine. It was okay. It wasn't yeah. his best work, but it was a departure from what he was used to doing. I think one of the most messed up ones he did, if you hear the squeaking, that's our executive producer, by the way. She's uh, trying to talk to you via squirrel squeaks. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I love that he did was the um, biopic where he played Andy Kaufman. Man on the Moon. Yes. That was a great movie. Like that one is really messed up and it messed him up. Like, he talks, he still talks about it. Mm -hmm. Like, how, because he's a method actor, and how he got way too into the role. He did. He actually, because uh, Andy Kaufman had a wrestling stink when he he did the whole, you know, masochist. Right. um, He's like the intergender champion. It was all fake. Right, of course. He also had this big thing with uh, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. And... Jerry Lawler, you know, he wrestled him and gave him like a pile driver. They were on the Tonight Show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kaufman, who was going to sue him, threw coffee in his, in his face and laughed, mm-hmm. swore on live TV, live TV. And it was great. 
Yes. Doom, Doom Patrol is real, and that's what they wanted. That's what that's what Andy Kaufman loved. Exactly. Making think it's real when it's not. That yes. was his obsession. Right. And Jim Carrey did the same thing to promote the movie. Him and Jim, and again, Laurel was in the movie. They were on wrestling, I think it was Raw or something. Sure. And the same thing happened. Jim got power driven and kind of complained that Jerry was too rough. I like see. Andy did with yes. Pretend. So. Oh, yeah. It was, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I think um, that's obviously a good tell of an actor is if you can do uh, comedy and those serious roles and really pull them both off. Yes. Because obviously you get typecast, but. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Jack Black and uh, King Kong, that's where we... <laughs> that's where we left. <laughs> well, let's, let's get to the other trailer that I showed you. Yes! We get to the, this is the, the one that I've been waiting for, all talking chop. So this kind of just showed up all blue on... Oh, or what? Or I see that. Facebook, I forget where. Sure. And it's a movie called Psycho Goreman. Oh. And I saw it before, I'm like, that looks... What's this? This sounds silly, whatever. And I saw it again, I'm like, okay, now you caught my interest. I think it was like the... It had to be on something, you know, YouTube yes. or Facebook. And it, yeah. like, it, was, it was a quiet, it was, it was like, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it wasn't just no sound. I saw pictures. I'm like, what's this? Yep. This looks interesting. So I clicked on it and, and watched it. This is a trailer about, and it's, it's out right now. It's out. It was released in Canada, January 27th, 2021. Yep. Uh, in theaters and on demand. Right. So it, it's coming to Shutter 2 later on this year. If you can't wait, I'm sure you can download it on YouTube or somewhere. But right. the premise is this intergalactic Hitler. Like, just like, you know, the, the, the worst of the worst. Yes. Uh, was going through just destroying the universe. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, uh, like Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. Yes. And he gets, so he, like, he loses like a, a, a jewel or something. lands on Earth. Yeah. And he shows these kids digging up. And they uncover the jewel and they resurrect Psycho Gorman. And they find out, the kids find out that this jewel is like... Um, like it's like it controls him. Yeah. Yes. And... <laughs> it's so it's, funny. Yeah. He, he can help himself. Because, you know, uh, turn around or do this, do that. And he's like, he can talk though. The only yes. thing is that he can speak unless you tell him you don't speak. Yes. And he's, you know, he's threatened him the whole time. Like, I will yeah. bathe in your blood. It yeah. shall be glorious. <laughs> I will rip the flesh from your, like, from your face. And it's yes. like, okay. Yeah. And, and it's he, so funny. And, and these kids kind of, you know, take advantage of this. They kind of yes. take them to school. They show their parents. Their, their parents freak out. And of course. he's just standing there like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> when I get free... I'm going to wear your faces like a mask. Yeah. And, like, it, it's good. <laughs> it, his design reminds me a lot of um, Gore. Interesting, yeah. yeah 100% Gore. Yeah. Um, and also, like, these other railing races are kind of trying to kill him because he's, like, the most dangerous being in the universe. Exactly. And it looks... It looks like a great horror comedy. Yes. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. I'm really... Ugh, now I should watch it tonight. I just... I'm so excited for it. I think it's going to be really good. And the reason why is because, like, I've been telling everybody to watch Freaky because I've enjoyed it so much. Yep. And it's just... I, I, I miss the perfect mix of, like, horror comedy. You know? Oh, and it's funny. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. 
and it looks so um, like just not slapstick, but yes, I, I would say goofy. It, it's kind of got that Evil Dead feel to it. Where, yeah. Um, it's 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 mm-hmm. trying to be. It's serious. Yes. But it's hardly trying to be funny, and it's pulling it off easy, like Evil Dead Two, even the first exactly. one. Exactly. Um, I think it looks great. It's like a, it's going to be a good funny horror movie yes exactly i agree yeah i'm i'm really excited to watch it i'm gonna find it today. i really <laughs> encourage our victims you know look it up it's on yeah. youtube psycho goreman trailer yeah. or buy it wherever you want to do check it out and let us know what you think you yeah, know totally message us on youtube uh we have our facebook yes instagram yeah twitter all that yeah like <laughs> let us know what you think you know give us yeah. your opinion of the movie and or the trailer we haven't seen it yet but I want to. Yeah. Oh, do I ever? Think I might. Think I might accomplish that tonight. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know what else was a good movie? What? The Ring. Oh uh, yeah. Which we watched this week. Side note. Yep. <laughs> Is it just time to talk about the Ring now? Let's talk about the okay. Ring. Okay. So this week we watched The Ring. It's a 2002 movie and it was directed by Gore Verbinski. Oh my God, his name is Gore. He directed a horror movie. Perfect name. I love that. And it was written by Aaron Kruger, oh boy, uh, Koji Suzuki and Hiroshi Takahashi. But that's from the original, I'm assuming. Ringing. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so, woo. Yeah, so this this was a... Huge success when it came out. I remember, I grew up in a small town, and I remember the hysteria it caused. Yep. Like, everybody was watching it. Everybody. Everybody was talking about it, about videotapes, about, like, all of this. It was like, ugh. And people thought it was real. Yes. Um, going through the trivia, some pe- some kids in Canada, um, not not where I came from. Friggin' Canadians. I know we're we're bad. <laughs> they they were under the impression that it was real, that this mm. was a real thing. It was based on true events. That there was a videotape. That if you watched, you would die in seven days. Interesting. This is almost like the Blair Witch all over again. Yes. Um, and it and it was really there. I remember there was a line you you would you could call a number. Okay. And either they would call you back with the seven days, or you could give someone else's number, and they would call them. Oh, my God, as if. This was a thing. And I never had done, but I thought, oh, this would be a great prank to pull on someone. Have them, you know, watch, (laughs) because the promotion of this movie was great. They, like, way before the movie came out, they took the, the like, the, the, the cassette part. Yeah. Which you what they watched in the movie, and just kind of left it in, um, in like libraries and stuff. Library uh, in libraries, a concerts, and it would have on the cover, you know, what play me, and it have the website. Oof. Or what website to go to? 
and people would watch it basically like, what the heck is this? Yeah. No one would know what it was. The trailers was just the rings, the video. Oh. There was never any description of what the movie was about. That's creepy. And that's great. That's such good promotion. Yes. That's similar to Cloverfield. That had oh. great promotion. I, um, like, I was, I was pretty young when it came out. Like, I was, like, 11. So I didn't, my, and my parents wouldn't even let me watch The Simpsons at that point. So there was no way I was watching The Ring. Yeah. But, like, even when we were watching it, I was like, oh, that's creepy. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's just parts of it that still get me, almost. Like, oh, yeah. the, their faces is what really got me. Like, yes. after they see Samara yeah. and their faces go, bleh. Yeah. It's that, scary. Yeah. And and you watched the original like it was based yes. on the mo- the movie Ringu, which is similar to The Grudge, right? Same name, but what did you find? What did you like? Pref- what did you prefer, the Ring or Ringu? Um, I think Ringu had a like like it it, it had a better not a better story because it's literally almost the same story, but it was a little creepier. I thought there's a lot more. Um, you see. The the mon- monster in quotations more, and it's um, a lot more psychological almost. And again, it's Japanese horror, so yes. that's what you expect. Yeah, they don't they go there. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They just go there. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and I like that. I also really liked the actors in it. They did a phenomenal job. Like the woman in it, you like feel her anguish through the screen, and like the kid in this is kind of a tool. Yeah. So like. Like, I don't know why they cast unlikable children. <laughs> or maybe they do it on purpose. I don't know. But the kid is, like, oh, so good in Ringu. And I just, like, you you feel the mom's, like, heart breaking yeah. when she sees him watching this tape. And then this one, like, it was, too. Like, it was heartbreaking. But she, but then the kid just, like, fucks off for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like. And it was, it was funny how <coughs> Scary Movie 3 did a great Almost perfect spoof. Yes. Of the kid, of the story. Um, it was funny. Yes. And, it, and yeah. <laughs> I, so I forgot about that. That is, I think Scary Movie 3 is my favorite one, actually, of all of them. I love the first, just because it was, it was a perfect scream spoof. Yeah. And it had a little bit of everything. Yes. Yeah. All those movies are funny, they though. They are. <laughs> So funny. Uh, I wish that they could get back to doing movies like that instead of like the the B movie ones that they're doing now. Yeah. I wish that they could go back to like making them good. Well, they, they, there was like a huge after a scary movie. There was like a huge flood. Yes, of, exactly. Of spoof movies. There was all like the not scary another movies. Team movie. That was a good one. I liked that one. But then there yes, was no. It was good. I just mean like there's so many. There was a epic movie. Yeah. Another uh, superhero movie. Yes. Like it just went bananas mm-hmm. because it was such a hit cash cow yeah and it's so easy because you literally have source material right in front of you yeah. and you can rip on everything just throw in a bunch of fart jokes and Ex- you're good to go exactly <laughs> oh god i haven't <laughs> watched a movie like that in so long oh i should watch a scary movie I'm make a list of things I'm going to watch tonight <laughs> i think it's on netflix is it i think they're all on netflix awesome awesome I never watched anything past the third one, I think, because then I was like, eh, I think the we're good. The first not bad. They, I, forget, I think the fourth tried to throw in The Grudge. Oh, okay. No, no, not The Grudge. They threw, yeah, the, the Grudge and War of the Worlds. Oh. Yep. 
Okay, yeah. Is that the one with Charlie Sheen? That's his third one. He's in this, the fourth one, but he's in, he's more focused on the third one. In the one. third one? Okay, The okay, third okay. one was uh, The Ring and... Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, what's that one with the aliens coming in? Other, other aliens. Oh, um, uh, Signs. Yes, 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 yes. Which, again, Signs was a great horror movie. I didn't we'll like it, it, but I also haven't seen it in 15 years, well, so no, maybe we'll, I'd like we'll, it now. We'll add it. We'll, we'll have like an alien month. month. We'll add Signs in there because it was just creepy. The one scene, everyone should know, everyone see it, knows the scene I'm talking about when they're watching on TV, yes. you know, the kids' birthday party. And the alien just kind of walks yes. out of the bush. I jumped. Everyone I watched you at that time jumped. Um, Joaquin Phoenix jumped. Like <laughs> it was just it was it was the scene that made the movie. That yes. that's what scared people. That the whole movie. That was the scariest part. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. No. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. But this movie was good. Like I and I've never seen the American version. I watched the Japanese version yeah. a few months ago and loved it. So I was really excited for the watching the American version. And this movie made a, a killing. Oh yeah. At the box office. Budget oh, yeah. budget of forty eight million. Box office two hundred and forty nine, almost two fifty million. Holy shit. That's a lot of That's extra. a lot. That it spawned uh, two sequels, I think uh, Ring Two and the Rings. Rings was out recently. Uh, yes, in 2017 it said. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I remember seeing the second one. Okay. It's been a while, so I don't remember how it goes. But, um, oh yeah, yeah, I do. I do, I remember a bit. Okay. But it's a... Uh, well, because there is really, like, spoiler alert? I don't even know if this is a spoiler alert. But there's really no resolution at the end. Nope. No resolution. Nope. It's so, wide open for more movies. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, I don't know if, I don't think you've seen it, but the, um, the Bloomhouse, um, version of Truth or Dare with Lucy Hale. Nope, I have not. So, spoiler alert for that movie, too, at the <laughs> end of the movie, because basically you play Truth or Dare until everybody dies. That's oh. literally the game, is that you play it until everybody dies. Um, and so what she does at the end of the movie is she goes on YouTube and asks the whole world Truth or Dare so now the whole world is playing instead. Oh, so because no. she wants to stay her save herself because what happens is they keep killing people off in the truth or dare, and then you just keep going on turns. Yep. So if say it was the three of us playing you, me, and Icky, it would be like you, me, Icky, you, me, and it'll go yep. on forever till you die. So she gets the whole world going. So then you know your turn is until. Yeah. I know. Isn't that fucked up? Oh, that's a good ending. So instead she, yeah, sacrifices literally the world to save herself. Good job. Isn't that crazy? Well done. And I just like, at the end, I was like, you did what? <laughs> but, you know, self-preservation and all that. Yeah. Like if you don't know somebody, fuck them, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go through the cast? Or, or um, where did you, well, I guess I kind of did. I was going to say, yeah, I, we was, yeah, and I was just, I was a that. kid and everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I, I was in high school, just at the end of high school when it yeah. came out and yeah, it was, it was a huge, it was a big thing. For sure. It was sure. very, very big thing and classmates went and saw it, they were scared, they made a big joke about the whole seven days, you know, yes. get a phone call, um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that everybody sort of, like, around our age, I guess, millennials, we kind of uh, heard about it the same way, sort of, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Because it was, it was like such a huge thing and everybody talked about it because of the videotape and the phone calls and all that kind of stuff, you know? So, so yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into the cast. Okay, into the cast. So, this movie stars Naomi Watts as Rachel Keller. She did such a good job. Really, really good job. David Dorfman as Aiden Keller. Yeah. Uh, Is that the weirdo kid? No, that's the... uh, yeah, it was, yeah, that's the, that's the weirdo kid. It's <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the kid's name was Aiden. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the husband, I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Martin Henderson as Noah Clay. Noah, yes, that's, that's him. The, that's the, him. The yeah. father of yes. weird kid, which I can see where it came from. I'm <laughs> um, butcher her name. Davy, Davy Chase. Sure. Davy, amateur, as Samara Morgan. Yes. And you mentioned this while we're watching, that's, she does the voice of Lilo. Yeah, in Lilo, Lilo and, and Stitch. Stitch. Yeah. And now that's all I could hear. Like you said, like... Then anytime she talks in a movie, even when she's like, I like to kill people, I'm like, Lilo. Lilo. Stop. <laughs> uh, we got the great Brian Cox as Richard Morgan. He was so good. I love him. This is the yeah. guy from Red. Yeah. He is fantastic. He's such a good actor. He is. He really He does is. a lot of, like, serious stuff, but, yeah, he was fantastic in this. Yeah. For the short time he was in it. <laughs> uh, Shannon Cochran as Anna Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Alexander as Dr. Grasnick. Lindsay Frost as Ruth Embry. And uh, Amber Tamblin as Catherine Katie Embry. And Rachel Bella as Rebecca Becca Kutler. Hmm. They're the two ones at the beginning. Yes. Two girls. Yeah, they were good. They were really good. Yeah. And it's a good, it's a, it's the same way that um, Ringu starts with the two girls, like, you know, the one sort of, in quotations, like, fakes that she watched this movie or whatever, and then yeah. pretends she's dying and to creep her friend out, and then actually dies. Yeah. <laughs> and it's creepy, like, uh, how they did it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Woo! So, yeah, that's, that's the cast, and um, it's a good cast. Yes, really good cast. Besides really weird, good. Besides Weird Boy, but that's... Yeah. I, I wonder, that must have been a style choice, right? I'm going to see, what did he do after The Ring? And The Ring 2? Um, <laughs> Probably nothing. He, okay, he did some more horror. He was in he um, Panic. And he was Jedediah Hewitt in The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. He was also in um, A Wrinkle in Time. Okay. And he appears one of the soldiers in of the Lannisters in Game of Thrones season seven. Oh God, <laughs> that would well, be a high point. For good him. for you, bro. Yeah, I'm proud. I hope you're not as awkward anymore. No, nope. that's and, all. And he's in. Uh, well, I guess it's 2010. Uh, zombie roll kill. Hmm. Okay, so kind of stuck to horror, gore. That's cool. Oh wait a minute. What? He, okay, so he was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, because we already did that one, did we not? Did we do? I think we did. Okay. Didn't we not? <gasps> yes, 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 yes. We he did. He was the young boy who kind of mucks about in the movie. Stop. That's like the him. son that like was leading them around? Yes. <sighs> I didn't even recognize. Okay. He kind of. Okay. He, so he's he, still an he's awkward redeemed. kid. That's sucks. He's redeemed. He's redeemed. Um, <laughs> and he was in TV shows, but his last big one was Game of Thrones. Good for cool. him. Cool. That, Good. That's, that's a win in my books. Get that bag. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Good, good. Oh, awesome. Well, let's get into the plot. Okay, so uh, in Seattle, 
teenage best friends Katie and Becca discuss their town's resident legend of a cursed videotape. Dun, dun, dun. Whoever watches it dies seven days later. Mm-hmm. Katie claims she watched the tape a week ago. Minutes later, Katie is killed by an unseen force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, that's it. Yeah, they, they kind of joke about it. Um, <sighs> nice. Thanks. <laughs> um, now it's, it's beer and chill time almost. Yeah. Uh, Yon and Greg, it's for you, buddy. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so, yeah, like they, they joke around. The phone rings downstairs to go answer it. It's Katie's mom. Yeah, yes. And um, Becca kind of just kind of wanders off. Katie, you know, sees a TV gets turned on. She goes, turns it off. There's something behind her and then light turns on and, and dead. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Like, it's it, it crazy. Is. So, at Katie's funeral, her aunt, Rachel Keller, begins to in- investigate Katie's death. Rachel lives with her young son, Aiden, who possesses a, gr- a degree of mediumship. So he can kind of talk to the ghosties. He can kind of commune in between worlds. Well, that makes sense. It does. Rachel learns that Katie's friends, that Katie's friends, who also viewed the tape, all died on the same night as Katie. Jeez. All with disfigured appearances. Yes. These faces that they make when they find them are so creepy. Yeah. Like, ugh. Like, distorted. Which was, I don't know, interesting? It's, but a, like, good, it's like, a good fact. Really yes, good fact. it is. Rachel travels to Shelter Mountain Inn, where Katie stayed, discovering the cursed videotape. Rachel watches the tape, which contains disturbing, gruesome imagery. Once the tape ends, Rachel receives a phone call from an unknown caller who whispers, seven days. Ooh. And this, the tape is creepy. Yes. Like I told you, the one scene that really throws me off is when the... Nail, nail. nail goes through the uh, finger. Blech. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really gross. And really, then, really you gross. got like uh, the ring, you get uh, this tree, a uh, swing. Yeah. Uh, this black haired woman who is combing her hair. Yeah. A fly. Like it's, it's a very weird, weird tape. And it's like none of the individual images, I mean, other than the fingernail part, is like disturbing per se. But when you put it all together and make it black and white, and it's just like there's just something off. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh, it just gives you the heebie-jeebies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Rachel recruits Noah, her ex-boyfriend and Aiden's father, to study the tape, making a copy after he watches the original. Rachel begins to experience supernatural phenomena as the week passes. Haunted by a young girl with soaking wet, long black hair, uh, black hair. Mm-hmm. Right. Investigation into the tape's imagery leads Rachel to Anna Morgan, a horse breeder from Moscow Island, mm-hmm. who committed suicide after her prize-winning horse drowned themselves. Mm-hmm. Rachel catches Aiden watching the tape and discovers Noah is also experiencing supernatural occurrences. Um, what we find out is if after you watch the tape, yes. you've got this whole seven days, any pictures taken of you, your face is distorted. Picture, Same video, camera. Yeah. Yes. Any sort of like, yeah, method of like trying to capture your your face. Yeah. Is, yeah, it's so creepy. Ugh. Yeah. It's really cool when um, Noah's going to buy like smokes at this. Yes. Um, like Vietnamese little convenience store. And um, 
he's looking at the the surveillance tape. Like yes. The, like the the camera, and he, his face is just all goofy. Yeah. And he's trying to move around and trying, you know, and it's just it's staying on. And the yes. woman's like watching, like, what the heck's going on here? Yeah. It, it's a cool scene that and more things happen like to Rachel like yes. her she gets nosebleeds uh, when yes. she's looking up like she's trying to you know see something on the videotape on the tape because yeah. it's all kind of you know this is before well not before DVDs but this is when VHS was a thing yes exactly where if you put it in you would have something called tracking which yeah. would make it kind of blurry or there'd be like a, a stripe in the middle that you couldn't see yes uh, you would just hit auto tracking and it would just fix it yeah um, with her, she did that with like you know this really fancy equipment and like a, yeah. a, I don't know. Looks like a university or something, something she went to, yeah. And she saw like a, a lighthouse out of it. Yeah. And also there's a fly, and she paused it, and the fly kept kind of fluttering, and she went and she picked it off the screen. Yes. Which you saw, you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, like I love the uh, reaction to that. Ma'am, I I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> It's a great, great scene. Yes. Yeah, it's creepy. And, mm-hmm. like, even they, they put in, like, things that, like, like almost make you question it. And, that, and I love that when they do that in movies. Like, when he goes into the convenience store to buy cigarettes, he the attendant is looking at him and she's like, you're going to die. And he's just staring yes. at her. He's like, uh... She's like, yeah, you know, my aunt smoked two packs a day and, you know, she died. And he's like, oh, (laughs) but this is the thing is that like, you know, and normally, obviously, like people wouldn't say that to you, but it's just like, you know, it gives you that small tinge of like, well, maybe it's all in their heads, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting, but. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love it. Rachel travels to Moscow Island to speak to Anna's widower, Richard. On the ferry journey, a horse leaps to his death after Rachel pets it. Yeah, that's really messed up. I did not love that part. Yeah, recreating imagery from the cursed tape. Yeah. Yeah, the horse was not having a good time. No, and it was like so distressed and you felt really bad for it. And then it just yeets itself on the back of the like ship or whatever. And then it gets all gobbled up by the, the motor. The... Yeah, it's not even like a good jump. It kind of jumps in here. It kind of tumbles, and it you can hear it. You know, it's kind of not screaming, but it's kind of it's in distress. And yeah, yeah. in distress, and then I don't like when it goes under. They run to the back, and then we see red, red chunks. Yep, big old chunky reds yeah. in the water. Yeah, blip blip. And that poor girl, my horse. Yeah, I feel bad. She is like screaming her head off, which like yeah. yes. Ugh. Noah goes to a. Um, Eola Psychiatric Hospital to view Anna's medical files. Both separately discover Anna had an adopted daughter, Samara, who possessed an ability to psychically etch mental images onto surfaces and into people's minds. Rachel tries to speak with Richard about Samara, but he denies her existence. Got the old, I have no daughter quote. Yes. Rachel speaks with Dr. Grasnick, the island's general practitioner who explains Samara was adopted due to Anna's infertility, mm-hmm. recommending them to admit her to Eola, assuming Samara is still there. Mm-hmm. Also, we found out that um, Anna had like 35 pregnancies. Yes. And they were all 
miscarriages. Yes. Which is rough. Horrifying, yeah. Uh, Rachel sneaks into the Morgan farmhouse, watching a videotape of Samara in a psychotherapy session, who claims she has no control over her abilities. Rachel confronts Richard, who commits suicide upon learning Samara's powers are still at large. Mm -hmm. After he just whacks her in the back of the head with something. Yeah, like, straight up assault. Yeah, he was kind of fishy to begin with, and then he sees her watching the tape, and then clunk. Yeah. He grabs the tape, the, the... TV, the TV, yeah. Takes it to like this overflowing tub. Yeah. With a bunch of electrical stuff and he just... Has an extension cord around his neck and just... Uh, drops goes, something goes into that tub and he goes shocky shock. Yes. Yes. Noah arrives and he and Rachel go to the barn where Samara was kept isolated. They find a burnt image of a tree and Rachel recognizes it from Shelter Mountain. Yes. It's and she like messed up. And she's like way up at the top. Like this is this is not a small bar, barn. No. This is huge. Yeah. Like it's at least a twenty foot ladder. Yes. To climb up there, and she has like a bed, a chair, a little TV, and that's it. Yes. Like. Ugh. Like no ugh. wonder she was so messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like not that she wasn't messed up before, but like yikes. Didn't help. No. Didn't help. They return to the inn, locating a stone well hidden under the floorboards, the final image of the, on the tape. Rachel falls in the well, experiencing a vision of Anna suffocating Samara and throwing her down the well, where she died seven days later. Yes. Um, also, this is like the last day when Rachel's supposed to die. Right. She's, Noah's kind of freaking out, and yeah, they're trying to stop this before she dies. Exactly. And she kind of asks Noah, you know, if I die... Uh, do your best to save Aiden. Yes. Because he watched it too. Exactly. Um, Samara's corpse services after Noah tells Rachel that the seven-day deadline has passed. The authorities uh, assure Noah and Rachel that Samara's corpse will be given a proper burial. Mm-hmm. So some way, somehow, Rachel got skipped over. Yes, right. Which we'll find out shortly. Yeah, she thinks that she stopped it, basically. Yes. She, yep, yeah, she, she's, she's like, yeah, the time she, I'm um, Superwoman, I stopped the curse. Like, Yeah, she, she got Samara out of the well and gave yep. her proper... She saved her. Yes, exactly. Which should end everything. Well, no. The next day, <laughs> Rachel tells Aiden that the curse has been lifted by liberating Samara. A distressed Aiden tells Rachel that it was a mistake to help Samara. Yes. Saying that now she will never stop. Mm-hmm. At his apartment, Noah is murdered by the vengeful ghost of Samara. Yes. Rachel, upon finding his disfigured corpse, returns home and destroys the original tape, wondering why Noah was killed, but she was not. Mm-hmm. She realizes that the difference is that she made a copy of the tape, which Aiden watched, thereby continuing the cycle that Samara wants to spread of duplicating the video and showing it to someone else to save oneself. Yes. So, that's the way out. If I watched the tape, I would need to make a copy and have you or Icky watch it. I would be safe. She would skip me and then you or Icky would have seven days. And then we would in turn have to make a copy and then we would within seven days and yes. pass it on. Yeah. So why, and I know that this would be silly, but why couldn't you just like have the tape and then... Every, just two people, <laughs> say prisoners, I don't know, somebody bad, <laughs> two serial killers, 
And then they just, on the sixth day, they just always make a copy. Just back and forth forever. Yeah, what if they forget, though? I Listen, I feel like it's one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> but she also seems to, like, psychologically mess with you. So I'm sure you probably yeah, can't actually do that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, it feels like she's giving you a way out, sort of. A little. Do they ever explore how, they do I mean, the, obviously, the in The Ring do. 2 and 3. But. The sequels, I know, the sequel they do really kind of explain where she came from and... Yeah, because yeah, it feels like there's a lot of lore there to explore. And like, you know, eventually, you know, like there has to be a way to end it and all that sort of stuff. But. So I haven't seen the rings, but I know the the sequel, they explain, you know, Samara's more backstory. Okay. Who her parents were, yes. could be. It's very, it takes a really supernatural turn. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but to the last little bit, Rachel assists Aiden in making a copy of the cursed tape. Aiden asks what will happen to the person who watched the new tape, to which Rachel does not answer. Yeah. She doesn't give a flying nope. fuck. Her boy is safe, and she's safe, and her ex-boyfriend is dead. So. Yes, exactly. So It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we can't get the impression that uh, Noah's kind of been a very absentee father. Yes. And, and um, he was very egg. blunt. Yeah. He's like, he asked him in the, in the car once, do you, uh, do you wish I was around more? No. Do you want me to? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, uh, the, the kid is so bizarre. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like they could have cast a um, kid that you maybe would have cared more about. Yeah, a little you more. Know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Because... And this is like, I know that we've talked about this before, but like, this is how I feel about um, that Deadpool movie. Yeah. Deadpool 2 is the kid in it was so annoying. Yes. Like so annoying. So you don't feel sympathy for it because, you know, in this movie too, it's like, I don't care. Like kill the kid, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Probably deserves it, honestly. Yeah. He was, he was a jerk. <laughs> right. That's too bad, but yeah. Well, I would, since you've seen it and you liked it, how would you rate this movie? You know, I'd probably give it three, I think, or 3.5 even. Um, I think it's like, on. it's such a good, um, like, staple, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's really interesting how, you know, even after all these years, the, the, like, face is still really creepy. Like, the yes. faces when they find them. The, the fly thing is really weird. The, you know, the nail going through the finger is gross. And it's really interesting how it still gets you, oh, yeah. you know, like almost 20 years later. Yep. So, yeah, I'd give it solid three, 3.5, definitely. How about you? I'd give three and a half to four just because it was, it was a remake, but right. it was a great story. They really worked on the lore. Yes. Uh, the effects were great. Yep. The, again, like... Aiden was a little annoying, but yeah. whatever. But, you know, kids in movies, that but happens a lot. Samara kind of made up for it. Exactly. Because she was such a very creepy-looking girl. And it's very, very Japanese with the dark hair, white right. gown. Right, right. Um, you know, she looks very disfigured. Yeah. Um, and... That's a rough death. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, and you know, it, it makes it even more messed up that it was her mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or her like, adopted mom. Right. Right. But she wanted right. a daughter so bad or a kid so bad. And 
Yeah, you overlook certain things. Yeah, it's too bad, though, like, the her father was, her adopted father was really kind of neglectant and didn't care for her because of her abilities and her, her powers. And we kind of find out that she's not as nice as we, we assume. Right, like exactly. Like, you know, they kind of ask her, well, do you want to help anyone or hurt? Do you want to stop hurting? She's like, no. Yeah. I, I, I want I like, to. I like hurting people. Yeah, it's kind of what I That's like to do. That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was a good movie. I'm really glad that we finally watched it. I think that you should watch Ringu and see how you feel about that as well. Because it it's different. They also they, different. They made a few changes from the yes. Japanese to American. Absolutely. Uh, they think the, the boy is a girl. Yep. The, um, the Samara, who she's known as Sadako in, the, in Ringu, she's more of an adult. Yes, And I guess she more is. promiscuous. Yes, um, the boy, I guess the main character was a guy, I think. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 yeah, it was all kind of like you just reverse gendered. Yeah. But, uh, I heard it's really good. It is really, really good. I should watch that one again too. It's just one of those ones where it's like completely, there's no dubbed. It's just subtitled. Yeah. And, um, I, I have to be in the right mood for that because I read computer screens all day and I just, you know, at the end of oh, the day, yeah. I don't want to read again too. Yeah. Says the one who needs subtitles for everything. True. You, you like why? When I <laughs> press play, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Nick." Uh, excuse uh, me. <laughs> subtitles. I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> of course. Yeah, we haven't been we haven't been living apart for that long that you should have forgot. Like, rude. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just joshing. <laughs> well, what about Ichabod's kill the flick? Well, you know, she's been very vocal this whole time because she wants to talk about it so bad. But um, she was especially really upset about Samara's death. And the reason being is because, you know, the mom killed the daughter. And, you know, so now she's got to sleep with one eye open. Yeah. Yeah. And and like (laughs) Because she's my adopted daughter. Yeah. (laughs) All the deaths from Sadako are very quick, abrupt. Yes. Yes, the, the, the look of disfigurement is really good. But there's nothing too gory, nothing too exactly uh, shocking, shock value. The um, the one guy who killed himself with electricity in the water that yeah. was it was fine. It was very but... lame. Uh, nothing happened. Just he no. shook a lot and he got wet. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't actually see the deaths ever happening, so we're not actually. I don't think even sure what happened. Like I don't know what even happened to them. Like what did yeah. she do? She makes their face go bleh. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just kind of get their life force kind of sucked out. And exactly. But her death was rough. She really got, rough. She was looking at the well. Her mom came behind her. Your mom, her step of mom came yeah. behind her, wrapped a plus bag on her mouth, her, her head until she kind of stopped moving. Yeah. And he just kind of pushed her down into the well, and she yes. hit the walls and all the way down. And for seven days, she she wasn't dead. Exactly. She, she tried to claw, climb her way out. Mm-hmm. All her fingernails were ripped off because Ugh. she was trying to climb. And, uh, yeah, she just died. Yeah, that's horrible. It's just horrible when, like, you know, regardless of if she was adopted or not, her family, like, killed her yeah. and covered it up. Yeah. And also, one other, one other scene one I forgot to mention, um, there's a scene where Rachel's taking a drink of water from the glass. Yep. She's talking to her sister, I think. Yes. And she starts coughing. You're like, oh, what's this? And she starts pulling this black thing out of her throat. And she pulls, 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 pulls. And it's an uh, electrode. Yes. From the psych, psychiatric ward. And 
But it's like got hair on it. Yeah, like, like, first of all, I thought it was hair. And then she gets to the end, it's like a, like a little, like a sticky thing. Yes, like what you'd put, yeah, like a sticky thing like for your chest. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a very gross scene and very disturbing. And again, that's where this movie gets its high rating because it's, yes. it's got some really good disturbing scenes. Exactly, yeah. And I don't know how they filmed that, but she pulled that thing right out of her mouth. And it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> blah. Movie magic. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, this um, this was a good movie. I'm glad we watched it. And I'm super excited for our movie next week. Yes. Super o- excited. Originally, it was going to be his house. Yes. But since we kind of we missed a week. Yep. We're going to put it on the back burner for now. Yep. It looks good. Uh, and we're going to kick into Werewolf, Werewolf. Month. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I love werewolf movies. <laughs> There's... Good ones are few and far between. Yes. And I think that that's why I like them is because, and there's so many different ways that you can do it, I think, is what makes it so interesting. But like, I don't know. I I love the idea of how they did them in um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. I love that. And, and most of the, of the world movies have kind of a, the, the world design is... Uh, a bipedal right. wolf. Yes. Um, I've always preferred that design, but some of the, like, one of the most well-known uh, American Wolf in, Paris, in London yep. had more of a on all fours type, right. type design. Yes. Um, fuck Twilight. I was and just going to say Twilight. They were not werewolves. They, they were, literally just turned into a wolf. They were a wolf, which yes. is, that's boring and dumb yeah. and stupid. Yes. Uh, that's not that scary at all. It, it, it's just lame. It's bizarre um, why they did that, but. But the fir- our first movie to watch is going to be Ginger Snaps. Yay! It is a Canadian horror with amazing actresses. The lead actress is great. She was in Frey vs. Jason. I forget her name, but I'll remind myself when we review oh, it. Yay! And it is one of the most, I don't say underrated, but it's under the radar. People- I was going to say, I ha- when I first started watching horror movies... Everybody talks about this as one of the ones that you have to watch. Yes. Like, they're like, it is just phenomenal. So yes. I'm really, because I've never seen it, so I'm really excited. And there's, I think, in that movie, just like a trilogy, there's Ginger Snaps, Ginger Snaps Back, and a prequel. Oh. Uh, but uh, we're going to watch the original. And yes. I remember, I saw years and years ago, it was on AMC when Ooh. we had that free trial in, in Outlook for yes. a while. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I've recorded it. I think I watched it once. I forget. It's been sure. a while. It's, that yes. was like 2000, 2001. It's yes. been 20 plus years since I've seen this movie. Perfect. It is, for a scene, it's awesome. Awesome. It's a great, scary horror movie with some good twists in it. Yay! Great cast. And it's werewolves. Yay! I need all of that in my life. Yeah. Like, so bad. And Icky will love it because it's like puppers. It's, it's, it's family to her. <laughs> Maybe she'll actually be quiet next time. Doubtful. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> no, it'll be a full moon, which is actually a full moon tonight. Oh, my God. But, uh, no, she'll be out in full moon mode and making all the squeaks <laughs> and borks and all that. Yes. That's, uh, that's like our soundtrack, basically, yeah, at this doing, point. Doing her executive producer jobs. Yes, exactly. Yes. Keeping us on our toes. That's yes, right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our lovely executive producer, Ichabod. 
We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! See ya.